This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Everybody, Raylan Casper White here with another delightfully festive episode of X-Ray. Uh, I'm diving into my new fruit cup. I have a fruit cup here from the uh, from the bodega. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. <laughs> I have a very gay man next to me here. Uh, gay Jew. Yeah. They, they do exist, and you are one yep. of them. Were you a pioneer in the gay Jew community? Uh, I was. No, I came out much later. Much later. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Cohen. So there Hi. is no mistake. You are like there's I'm a no Jew, right. Danny yeah. Cohen. Cohen. Do you have a middle name like Moish? Solomon. Okay. Not bad. It's biblical and strong. Right. Song of Solomon. Daniel Solomon. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's a hot name. Thank you. Do you um sorry, I, I every time I come into the studio I start like burping. Well but also not... fruit. Fruit has acid. It's is that like, what yeah, it is? Yeah. Uh, even how quickly is the digestive process? Like do I put it in and then you burp immediately? As a gastroenterologist, I'm just asking you. I, I don't know. I guess if you eat fast, that can happen. That's true. Right? Yeah. I'm yeah. going to stay on mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you're a comic as well. I am. And you go on the road a lot with Jessica Kirsten, I who do. I love, who's, I a, who's also Jewish, but married yes. to an Italian. Correct? Yes, correct. And has like 19 kids. Right. That she didn't carry. No. Okay. That's right. nice. You have another, you have a wife, let her carry. I mean, I love right. that. Isn't that great? Yeah, because. She's very lucky. Because it is lucky because when you're with a dude, they can't fucking do it. So you have to do it. But when you're with another woman, it might be a fight. Like, no, you be pregnant. No, you be pregnant. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like yeah. nobody wants to be pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like being pregnant. And if you would have asked her, I think, 20 years ago, do you think you're going to have four daughters? She would have never. I mean, four. Yeah. I mean, she's got two on the way. She's got twins on the way. She's twins got two on the already. Way. She's going to have four girls. Jesus, that's a lot of estrogen in one home. <laughs> yeah. A lot of understanding, yet tantrums. It's amazing. Right? Yeah. Like a lot of emotional intelligence and insanity. <laughs> I date a lot of um, sad dads. I date a lot of divorcees. That's kind mm. of my, my demographic. Sad dads. I call them the sad dads because they're always recently divorced and mm. traumatized. But they always, what annoys me is that they always call the ex-wife crazy. And I'm mm. like, enough with the fucking cliche with the mm. woman's always crazy and the ex-wife's always. You wouldn't know anything about what I'm talking about, though. I don't, but I'm hearing it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, fine. I, like, I like to be heard. Yeah. I like yeah. to be heard. Yeah. I have a new therapist. I do like my new therapist. I had to fire my old therapist. Oh, why? Because she was abusive. I saw her four times. What do you mean? She was just judgmental. Made me cry. Literally made oh, me God. cry. Yeah. She was judgmental? Very judgmental. During session? It, well, there was no other time. I mean, I'd sit down. i go, oh, I'm blaming myself for this. She goes, you should blame yourself. You're very off-putting. Like, really harsh language. And I ended up analyzing her. I go, do you realize how unprofessional you're being right now? And she goes, am I not nurturing? I'm like, nurturing? You're literally being abusive. How long did this last? Well, that was our last session. She was fine for the first three. It was actually two. She was fine for the first oh, okay. two. And then the third one, she was like that. And I'm, I've am i been in a therapy. I'm fucked up enough to, you know what I mean? To yeah, know that this yeah. is not healthy. Hmm. And I said, she goes, do you want to talk about it next week? But she said, do you want to talk about it next week? Because she had that kind of, yeah. I've been in New York all my life and I have four tote bags. And it seemed like a smoker also. Yeah. yeah. I, or I don't, yeah. just a general right. smoker's Drinker, malaise. Smoker, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I stopped. So I started seeing someone new who I, I like a lot. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Still kind of judgy, but in a good way. All right. Look, you know, you have. I mean, a nurturing therapist goes a long way. Yeah. 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 It's important. Yeah. Sometimes I go and hug the therapist, and that's an uncomfortable moment because you're not really supposed to make physical contact unless mm. it's like some sort of psychosomatic therapy. Okay. Are you in therapy? No, but I, I have been from, have... for years and years because my father was killed in an accident when I was five. So I've been in therapy oh my God. for a long time, like in my childhood and into my. So you, you know, remember? Do you remember it? Ha like, were you in the. Tell me about no, that. No, I remember events, but I don't remember. He was A billboard fell on him and killed him. What? Uh, yeah. A in, billboard a where? A billboard. And he owned a store. And okay. he, back in the 70s, you used to, when you closed the store, they would have a gate and then you would take the stick. They didn't have electronic gates back then. Okay. This happened and in 1973. Kind of, like swivel it down? Well, no. Even before that, you would take the stick and you would grab the top of the gate and you would slam it down. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, there was a crack in the foundation, which they knew about and they, <gasps> they send notes and they tried taking Brooklyn? care of it. This was in Queens. In Queens. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then anyway, it rained for three days and the, the wall got really soft. So when he slammed the gate down, the entire facade with that huge billboard came crashing down and killed 23 people. Oh my God. Yeah. Yep. I'm sorry. Yeah. And was this in the news? I think it was. I mean, I was five. Um, years later, when I was like 16, 17, I went to the um, Museum of Television and, okay. and to, to check out newspapers. If there was footage, yeah. But um, I, fa I found an article um, wow. and I read about it, yeah. 
Was there some liability? Did anyone? It was I mean, 1973, so was no suing, suing wasn't, wasn't a thing yet. It wasn't a thing yet. Yeah, people but, sue for but like. But mom what? got something. We got a okay, little bit of Okay, a little bit of I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, so, yeah. but as a kid. So I was in therapy for years. You were in therapy because yeah. I mean, sometimes I think that because five is an age that's either either you forget, you don't know, right, and you move on, mm-hmm. or it hits you hard. I don't know what made you more susceptible. Like, did you have older siblings that felt it yeah, too? Yeah, I'm the youngest of four. Okay, and they definitely, we all felt it differently. I felt it, of course, because five is five. I mean. Five is big. Yeah, you know who yeah. your parents are. Yeah, you, know, you see them. No, you know. you're right. Um, but uh, and the memories sort of like now I have no memories. But for many years I had memories, but they sort of like now they they're, fizzled they're out. Well, sometimes you out. create memories after a while. Yeah, you look at pictures and suddenly your brain can kind of like you know what I mean. Yeah, concoct things. When I think of stuff mm-hmm. about my childhood. I think I create some stuff. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. <laughs> Happier sure. and, for good and bad. Right, Usually right. Usually I go to the bad, though. That's why I'm in therapy. Uh-huh. I don't create, like, happy birthday party. You know what I mean? Right, I create right. the traumatizing birthday parties. Uh-huh. But, um, <laughs> so, okay, well, so you went into therapy, so therapy for yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And then did your mom remarry? Years and years later. She married when I, uh, remarried when I was 21. Oh, wow. So she raised four kids on her own? Or yep. did you have family around that helped? No, mom did it all on her own. She's a powerhouse. Good for her. She, she's a powerhouse. Still alive? She still is. Amazing. She's going to live until 120. Uh, she's going to outlive she's, everybody. Yeah, yeah, she'll live outlive her kids. Yeah, yeah, she will. Fuck. <laughs> um, but did you um, did you know what happened to him at the time? Or did you have to, they only told you till later. They kind of sheltered you from that. You know, they used funny words. I remember they told me that he passed away. And then I wasn't worried. I was like, oh, he'll pass back around again. I'm oh, like, interesting. No, that no, is a weird term for kids. He's passed yeah, away. Passed yeah, passed away. I thought yeah. he was in a plane and they missed his fl- like he missed his landing. Oh, and still on the plane and he'll oh, come wow. back around so for a while i thought he'll come back i just didn't understand and then i real and then when they told me no he's gone he's not coming back um and then i got confused and then i understood oh he's not coming back and then i didn't even understand what death was or yeah even not coming yeah, back i'm like yeah. why isn't he coming back it didn't make any sense no i get it <laughs> yeah it's also the euphemisms you're right like pass yeah. or pass on pass away yeah, what does that mean to pass a away is weird. pass on i can stay because people think they move on to another Heaven or hell or lifetime. Or somewhere else. Somewhere else, like yeah. Detroit. Yeah. But, but, I, thought, but yeah. yeah. I thought he went <laughs> to California. Like, I know. I do. He moved was. to Calabasas. Yeah. <laughs> Beats Queens, right? I don't know. I guess Queens, people from Queens seem to love Queens. Or either yeah. they fucking hate Queens. I don't know. Well, he worked in Queens. We lived in Brooklyn. Okay. I'm so you didn't live. Okay. You're a Brooklyn right. kid. That's what I figured. Okay. Yeah. He was working like Regal Park. Uh, Corona, Queens, Junction Boulevard. Okay, I yeah. have no idea where that is. Yeah. I know Astoria, and that's where it ends. Right, yeah. No, um, but a lot of the fault. comics, it's interesting, a lot of the comics I have on here are from Queens. Mm. Or live in Queens. Yeah, they live in Queens. Live a in lot Queens. of comedians live in Astoria. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why There's either. something odd about that place. I don't know. It feels like I'm on a different planet over there. Mm, yeah. Not the people. Right. The architect. It's just a... Cause it is. I don't it's know how to describe it. It's, it's neighborhoody, not- but I feel like I'm in a suburb... Of a suburb, but in Manhattan, I, I, I don't know. It's very confusing. Right, because there are a lot of freeways and overpasses. Yes. And then it's neighborhoody also with these huge overpasses. That's exactly right. These tiny little clapboard houses right. and with a nine-lane freeway right, right, hanging over. Right, right. <laughs> and a cool yeah. new pub. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody's excited about the gentrification. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck that. Wow, are you in touch with all your siblings? I am. I'm the youngest of four. They all live in Israel. Really? Yeah, my mom are lives in religious? Israel. Are you religious? I grew up in an, in an Orthodox oh, home. Oh, so it was an Orthodox, like also like black hat? Well, when my my father was alive and living. He wa- uh, and and then he died for years. My mother, we weren't observant at all. We oh, were secular, secular Jews. But then my mother became more and more religious. And then my, and then everyone else sort of caught on. Yeah. Interesting. So she suddenly, like after your dad passed away a few years later, she suddenly put you in a yeshiva. I was in in a, in a modern yeshiva, and okay. then she just became more religious. By the time I got to high school, I went to a black hat, all boys yeshiva. Wow! So it took a while. And she made you grow out the payas. No, stuff? because we're Sephardic, so no payas for me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. The yeah, Sephardics no, get no, out I, of that. It's yeah, a weird we fashion choice. The yeah, payas. Yeah. I don't know. Certain yeah. things I understand. Other things I'm like, what? Yeah, it's Hasidic. It's you know, it's it's it's, ultra, it's extra, extra, right? Extra, uh, extra, extra credit. Extra, extra credit. Really, Hasidic means extra. Yeah. Oh, really? does it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It means it more. Means more. Right. Okay. So it's extra, like right. extra hair. Right. I wonder if the extra um, everything. I wonder, like, a certain people, you know, that are balding, they latch on to like maybe the back, the back of the hair to cut. But the guy, if you have the pace, you have that. Like, you can still right. have really flourishing sure. curls, and then everything else is gone, and sure. nobody's going to know. Flip it over. Maybe. You can flip tie and a bow. Stuff. Right. You can accessorize. You can, yeah, you could do. You could do a comb over with the paste down. Yeah. And over. So many choices. It's really. <laughs> it's a lot to do. I'm sure they do none of them. Um, yeah. No. No, they pretty much stick, well, stick one, by the book. One time I went to um, 
a porn place and okay. I see the guy there wearing a baseball hat and he didn't have his pants down because I guess he didn't want to represent that his Hasidic yeah, right. so he wanted to sort of cover yeah. up right. but his pants were up and around and he had like little bangs and, oh my God. and then baseball cap but I saw the tuck of the pants wow. and then when he started talking I'm like oh this guy is from Borough Park okay, he's that's Hasidic funny. I always feel uncomfortable um, it's always so mysterious to me you know what I mean the, the Hasidic Jew like mm. I, it's and you don't want to make eye contact. I had a Hasidic uh, guy who was an ultra-Orthodox Hasidic Jew. The um, I forgot the name of the sect. Uh, and he became super secular. Mm. And his sister actually uh, committed suicide. Maybe Sotmer. Sounds Sotmer. very Sotmer. Sotmer. Yeah. She actually, uh, Gare. Gare. They're called Gare. Oh, they're even crazier and, than yeah, Sotmer. Sotmer's tough. He's super Gare, secular. Woo. Like, I think, you know, he lost his sister because after she became secular, her family, I don't know, her kids they, yeah. disowned her. Like, it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And he went the other extreme. Yeah. I mean, he hates it now. Like, yeah. And I said, you know, I, and that I know that in Israel, there is a lot of hatred between the ultra-secular and the ultra-Orthodox. Sure. And it's challenging. Yeah. And I don't think, I think there's a uh, there's value in, in having a certain group of people still learn the, the holy texts and the biblical texts, and they're the ones that are doing it. No one else is doing it. Right. Right? But I think that there's other, obviously, issues. But sure. you can't make eye contact with them, because then if they if they see me, they're going to want to have sex with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's oh, yeah. it's temptation. Yeah, it is. You walk the street, Very they're tempting. like, I want to. There she is. Yeah, I want to just nail, <laughs> yeah. nail Ray Lynn. Look at that hair. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'd outdo their running. pay us any day. <laughs> yeah. They're looking at my mullet. They can't do no mullet. So, you know, I think that that's, that's why I don't look at them. I don't make eye contact. Right. I'm sure you do. But so they're all, so now they're all black hat, your siblings. Yeah, my, both of my brothers are black hat. Uh, one, uh, one brother is a rabbi uh, in, in yeshiva in Jerusalem. And my mom is, lives in Harnof, which is an ultra-Orthodox community wow. in Jerusalem. And my sister is modern. Okay. Wait, what does pa- that mean, modern? You so watch a mo- TV? A modern observant Jew will wear like pants and okay. won't cover her hair. Ooh, and her husband edgy. right, and her husband will wear um, a little knitted yarmulke. Oh, I like the like, colorful right. knitted yarmulke. Yeah. Okay. You know, and they'll wear normal clothing. Okay, but they yeah. observe the Sabbath and their kosher sure. and all that stuff. Right. All that but stuff. when did you come out? I uh, to myself, I yeah. came out. I came out to myself, well, I guess in reality, I knew yeah. when I was young, when I was like, you know, 10, 9, 10. you 10, know? Okay. I knew. And then I came, and then I discussed it with myself when I was, I'm going to say, 16, 17, I discussed it with myself. With yourself. Now, obviously, yeah, when like, did you come out to your family? And then they still I don't know. Came out to my, I came out to my mom when I was 20. Okay. How did and she react? And then little by little, uh, it was horrible. I'm the sure. The whole thing was horrible it and was... it lasted years. It wasn't even something that hard. Wow. It lasted years. It lasted 20 years. Oh my God. So <laughs> she still is not accepting of it. Yeah. Yeah. Is she well, in denial or is she years. like, how could you? It, how, everything. Well, she's still in denial about it. She doesn't believe that gay exists, that there's no such thing as gay Okay. in her eyes. Is she the commonality in Orthodox communities? I feel like people, I mean, there are a lot of gay men no. in the Orthodox community, right? They just end up, I mean, I, you're in yeshiva with a bunch of dudes. If you're gay, you're going to be getting some. Yeah, yeah. I, I just feel like my mother is a lesbian and, or like part lesbian, or she really is a lesbian. Okay. And so she didn't want to go into the lesbian field. So, you <laughs> know, want to get a degree in right, and she took it upon herself to just be straight and accept straightness as her lifestyle. And okay. so she thinks that if she can do it, her children can do it, too. And anybody can do it. So she decided. To, that's what I think. Okay. Is, uh, so it's not so much orthodox. Not orthodox it's, not, it's my mom's choice. It's I her think, own issues. Because she's such a lesbian. Like, if you know her, I mean, she's not. She's like not, Butch Dykey. Well, she's a tough. She's just a tough broad. Okay. She, well, I'm well, tough. And, I'm not gay. No, right. You know, but, but my it yeah, exists. right. Okay. It does. Oh, no, right. I, I know what you're saying. saying. Right, right. And I only but say you know that. Your mom better than right. I do. Right, and I only say that because of things I picked up along. Like one time, she told me I could have been gay in Paris. <laughs> That's what she said to me. <laughs> she could have. So it's I a mean, very accurate I statement. Don't, Where did I, that come from? Is that it, over like We were in the like, middle Kugel? of a conversation. Yeah, we were in the conversation. Oh and then when I heard that, I was like, hmm, that's a, a weird thing to say. That she could have been. Gay in Paris. You could have been gay in Jerusalem. Yeah. Well, I guess she had a choice in in, in Paris. And then so here and here we are talking about me being gay and she's telling me about her not gay experience, but sort of could have been gay but decided not to be gay. So I'm like, oh, so she meant I'm sorry. So she meant she could have had a homosexual experience in Paris. Right. There was a woman, her name was Charlene or something. Yeah, so I sat with that for a while and then I'm like, wait, hold on. Wow. She's tough. She's strong, and she could have been gay in Paris. And she wants to be gay now, but she has four children, and right. Yeah. 
But is it? Um, and she hates men. I mean, she doesn't hate men, but she she's hates got men. Some, right. She's like. What's well, also know, her husband ab- abandoned her, so to speak. You know what right, I mean? You I can view like it as that. Her, like right, you died true. on her. We left her with four kids. True. Even if she knows it was an accident, you're still there's still anger and resentment there. Right. I mean, she lo- she's a weird person. She's a weird person. She's I'm a sure. weird nut to crack. So I don't know. Okay. Yeah. But when you realized when you were nine or ten, if you remember this, can yeah. you recall? Did you freak out? Because obviously you weren't religious yet. Are you already in the yeshiva? Yeah, I was like, you know, like everybody else in my in my world. Yeah, I was uh, observant, but okay. not too observant. But did you Normal. freak out by it? Like, did you like, oh, God, what do I do with this? Did you try and, did, were you with women after that? Did you try and deny it? Like, tell me what, what uh, how it no, evolved. No, I, I made sure to hide it. Um, okay. I don't know how well I hit it because okay. I'm a very happy tap dancing kind of kid. <laughs> you bust out yeah, in musical so, numbers. You know, okay. I don't know how well I hit it. You okay, know, okay. And I don't think I hit it very well. Okay. Um. You know, it's a very funny story that you you know, I grew up next door to Isaac Mizrahi, who the, oh, really? the fashion Was designer. he also religious? He grew up um, modern, and his family was always modern, uh, okay. secular Jews, I didn't know that. Modern. He's also, um, Sephard- Mizrahi's obviously, I means Sephardic, yeah, yeah. We, we like Eastern. We grew up in the Syrian yeah. community in Brooklyn, Okay, right. okay. And um, I remember, and I used, to, I used to play with his, he, he made these dolls, and I used to play with them in his garage. And he put on a puppet show with his dolls at the synagogue. Okay. And I remember him performing. And he made a little puppeteer thing. Oh, a my little God. Hair, and he was doing the puppets. How and he was old doing was the he? voices. And I'm going to say, I was, he's like, like four, 12, year, he's four years older. So I was like 10. Okay. And he's like 14, okay. 15. Okay. Um, and they start, all the kids started booing him. Faggot. Faggot. Oh, my boo, God. Get off stage. Oh, wow. And they were cursing him and booing him. And finally, he just said, I, I've had it. Grabbed his dolls and walked off stage. Good for him. And the whole time, I thought, oh, my God, I'm next. They're going to find <laughs> out about me. Like, I was so nervous. Like, they well, you're were smart. Such... You're not putting up fucking puppet shows. True, but these guys were aggressive. I oh, mean, that wow. was a hard audience. You know, no, that's, that's, tough. Uh, yeah. that's tough. So that's I'm the sorry. world well, I you grew know, up in. He says to them, Brooklyn, fuck you. you know. I make handbags now, fuck nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taking my money. I have a whole puppet theater in my backyard. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So wow. that's what I saw. And he was a little older than me. So yeah. I saw his whole gay yeah. thing coming out. But you knew he was gay. And he was clearly gay, but he was clearly just as gay as I was right. to me. Like, right. I and he also didn't come out yet. He was also hiding. Right, sure. Does, totally do you know gay. how his parents handled it? Or you have no um, idea? Did you stay in touch? No, his mother was amazing. His sisters are great. Okay. Yeah. And so I they adjusted to it better. But your your siblings are fine with you being gay. Or they're also kind of like. I mean, not really. I mean, ugh. not really. None of them are. I mean, they're okay, you know. Yeah, but like, you yeah. know, no one's celebrating anything. Right. No, one, no, no one's having a pride no party for yeah, you. Yeah, no one's having Israel, a Israel, though, is very pro gay. I love Israel. I mean, I Israel's love. a party. Oh, my God. Gay men go there and they fuck their brains my out. God, I mean, it's Jesus. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So it's nice to have that two worlds. You go home. You, not, it's not nice yeah. to have the other world. No, I'm just is, saying, at is least Israel is not all conservative. Like, you go there and it's literally. One of the gay havens. Right. I mean, right. it's like and I go from up. I go to one extreme to the other. And it's forty-five minutes away. And it's forty-five minutes away. So it's like amazing. right. Isn't that fun? It's amazing. <laughs> you are single. I am. And have you always been single? Are you like kind uh, of a single guy? No, I had boyfriends uh, years ago, and then I decided I'm not interested in having any kind of relationship okay. in my life. Yeah. Well, okay, and you're yeah. fine with that. You're I'm happy. Totally okay with it. And that. you party like? Do you sleep around a lot? No, okay. I haven't. I haven't slept with a guy in eleven years. Eleven years. Now I was in gay conversion therapy, also. Okay, wait, whoa. Yeah. Okay, hold the roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me. This is a, this is an interesting psychological okay, right. track here. Mm-hmm. So, Yeshiva Brooklyn. Right. Father passes away. Mom right. is taking care of the kids. She slowly right. becomes more religious. Mm-hmm. You at nine see a puppet show. You're like, fuck, that's me too. <laughs> I see Mizrahi traumatized, takes his puppets and you know runs home. Right. At 16, you come out to yourself. Right. You, what does that mean? You start jacking off to gay porn or yeah. what do you, fantasies? Yeah, all, all of that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you end up trying to seek out gay men? Yeah, sure. I fool around with this one in high school, that one in high school. In the know, yeshiva. In the yeshiva, so, sure. So you, how do you kind of, how did you know? Because um, everyone's trying of, to hide it. It's it's like there's eye contact, there's like a smile, there's okay. a something, and then all of a sudden, the next thing you know, you're in the, you're in the bathroom. Really? Yeah. I love that. Isn't that great? It is great. Guys are great like that. Yeah, guys, it's like, like boom, all of a sudden communicate because right. women want to talk it out. Like, why weren't you more overt? You're like, can we just make eye contact and go in and just get it done? Okay. Right, right. So you're fooling around the yeshiva, mm-hmm. hotbed, hotbed of homosexual activity. Yeah, every just a yeshiva. couple of guys. I had a small, it was a small yeshiva. Well, right. A couple of guys even for a big yeshiva. It's, it's yeah, pretty it's nice. True. For, you know what I mean? Some people don't get any action in the secular yeah. environment. It was like one and a half. One was gay and one the other and one was like, was I'm not sure. He was questioning. Okay, fine. Yeah. But, okay, so and your mom is clearly a lesbian as well. So we're 
or it's in the family. Right. That I found out years later. Years when later. I was, yeah, when Gay I was, in Paris. Yeah. We have to yeah, find yeah. that when woman. When I was 35, she said that to me. Like years oh later. Oh, my God. So I'm, what a I, revelation. I right, right. Jesus. I was, I, yeah. Okay, so then you you date, you sleep around, you fuck around. Right. When did gay convert? Now, did you send yourself to gay conversion? Yes, I did. So wow. I was living a gay. So I came out of the closet. Really, I came out. Came out when I was okay. like 26, 27. I okay. came out. I was totally okay. Um, and I, what, I never brought it to stage though because I was it, artistically I never wanted to bring it to stage because I hid a lot of it off stage and I and I saw so I hid a lot of it on stage so I had a lot of innuendos about being gay but I never used the word gay on stage for many years and I, and okay. I made it work for me and it was beautiful. You like made it work in terms of you were performing in front of other Jewish crowds or something? No, or? no, no. Meaning okay. at, at, the, at all the clubs in okay. the city. Okay. And I had a lot of, uh, I was criticized by the gay community saying, you know, you're not coming out on, on, on stage. Right. And then I would say, well, I don't have to come out on stage. My audience knows that I'm gay. Okay. They're like, yeah, but you're not saying you're gay. I'm like, yes, I know, because it's artistically not true. Like on off stage, okay. I really wasn't so out out I was but I wasn't okay and you so, were doing your own process yeah so I was doing my people own thing people have to be tolerant of whatever it's your right to yeah, either say I, or not say yeah then it, then it, then it was like a, okay. no then it came out and now 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 I talk about being gay that's all you talk about that's all I talk right. about right so, so wait so yeah. when did so when did you suddenly decide you didn't want to be gay anymore and so I lived a gay lifestyle I was having a great time at boyfriend and you know, it was like all of that stuff and then when I was 40 years old 40 very, wow it's a very weird thing okay whatever I don't even know how to Explain Did you it. enjoy sex? Or oh is yeah! It not like oh my your god! Priority? Oh, sex okay. was amazing. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm very sexual. Because no, certain people, okay. So yeah, this I'm very is even sexual. More I love. Yeah, I loved sex. I'm very sexual. Okay. Okay. Um, and uh, life was great. I, I I landed a phenomenal manager in the business. Uh, I was really at the, the top. My my yeah. career was doing okay. great. Okay. And then all of a sudden, when everything was seemed really really good, I just I felt like I wanted to thank God. I wanted God back in my life. Interesting. Yeah, Were you it was a believe, did you did you believe as a child in God? As a child yeah, and as the maybe, yeshiva? Maybe there was a connection in high school where it sort of clicked, but not really. But okay. I was sort of like in the back of my mind and I was confused because I was gay and the world didn't accept that, that right, I grew up right. didn't accept that. So okay. I sort of like pushed it away and I was sort of confused in that. I never never really dealt with it. But and then all of a sudden when I was 40, I was like, you know what? I want to sort of deal with it. I want to, I want, I, I feel like I want spirituality. Okay. So I went back to my youth, to my, to orthodoxy. Right, right. And I started becoming a religious Jew again. Wow. At 40. Oh and my Lord. How old are you now? I am 50. Okay. So um, I'll be 51 actually in a couple of weeks. Um, happy birthday. Yeah, thanks. Um, come to my party. I will. Okay. okay. Um, everyone's invited. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Open house. And so when I was, so then I just one thing led to the other. I was becoming religious, and then I spoke to my brother, who's a rabbi. He's like, "So are you looking? Are you dating?" I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, no, no, no. I don't. Right. I, I forgot about that part of the religion. Were you ever with, uh, sexually with a woman? No. So you never, I'm not woman never, to, I'm no, not never sexual, erection. You would no, not get an erection from no, a woman. I would sexually. spread my legs, and you'd be like, "It's be like, like hey, looking." I can, I can tell you a story. While you can you tell me about my life. waxing job, but right. that's about it. We can laugh. I can we crack can, jokes. Right, you we know, can play I'll, Uno. I'll, I'll write okay. Uno. Okay. All of that, Monopoly, all of that. anything and everything. But no right. erection. Okay. Right, but no erection. Fair no. enough. Okay. So I'm telling my, and, and I'm like, and I think because in the Jewish Orthodox world, everyone gets married at 20. You start families, and that's your life. That's what you pretty much. Now, as a woman, obviously, you can fake it till you make it. But if you can't even get aroused, with a woman, there's no way you're. Gonna, and right? also now as a comic, I'm, I became a very truthful person. I'm like, mm, I am not, and as a you. Jew, also, right. you're not going to lie to anyone. Okay. I didn't like this whole idea. I'm like, if I'm going to do anything, I'm going to do it honestly. Okay. That's why. So I went and so I said, this let me. This is 10 years ago. This is 10 years ago. And this is ago. at the time when, when people thinking that gay conversion therapy was worked and legitimate or people kind of, you know what I mean? Because now I know there's an outcry. There's a movie that came out yeah, with Julia Roberts. Yeah. I saw, not Julia Roberts, uh, Nicole Kidman. I don't know if anybody, nobody was talking about it 10 years ago when I was in it. Okay. Nobody talked about it. You went online um, and you found it? No, my brother said, I found something for you. Okay. And it'll help you wow. uh, get to the place where you can get married. I said, okay, let's let's give it a shot. So I looked it up. I read about it. I'm like, oh, okay, same sex, unwanted same sex. Uh, it was a SSA, same sex Oh, is that the attraction. acronym for it? Okay. Yeah, SSA, right. Okay. For people who are unwanted SSA. Okay. So I went and it was in Jersey City and it was called Jonah. And I got and there. And it's just for Jews? It's just, no, it was all Mormons. Interesting. And there were a couple Hasidic guys and me. Wow, and all dudes? All dudes. Okay. All dudes, um, and it was run by this Jewish guy, Arthur Goldberg, and then a bunch of Mormons were okay. came in from Utah, and they were running it. 
Was and it a nice facility? A very nice facility. Okay. Very nice people. Okay. Uh, it wasn't like the really movie because nice. the movie was intense. The gay conversion that that kid went through. Did you see that movie? I didn't see it. I wanted to see it. It's and then intense. Let me tell you something. Please. I didn't see the movie, but I'll say something. So when I got there, they, we were talking and I had a couple of uh, uh, private sessions first. I'm like, okay, I think you're ready for group, but we have two groups and we're a little confused as where to put you because you're very unusual. We don't have anyone here your age that wants to come. It's like you're very, it was very Right, because you're 40 and you've been happ- 40, happily gay, gay for gay, 20 right, years. Right, and here I am That's saying, like, what's funny. this all about? Yeah. You know, like, you let's, know, I want to stop this. Yeah. Make me straight. Yeah, let's okay. see. And, okay. and, I was, and I went in very sincerely. I wanted to go in. I gave it my right. best shot. Amazing. That's yeah. kind of amazing. Okay. So they're like, we have two groups. We have groups, <laughs> the 17 and 18-year-olds <laughs> that are here, and they're not married. And then we have the 50-year-olds that are married that are struggling in their marriage. Oh, they want to stay in the marriage, and they right. don't want to cheat with, right. with some Fabio and, and I was the like, pool boy. I was like, first, first of all, I freaked out when I said there are 18-year-olds yeah, here. That's... I'm like, they shouldn't really be here. That's very young, and I doubt that they're here because they want to be here. Right, they want to they right. have boyfriends, yeah. and they want to be dancing yeah. like gay yeah, pride. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to be here. Of course not. I was like, that's going to be a horror. I went through that already, and yeah. I don't want to be in that group. No, of course it's not. It's just going to be And a, it doesn't really work. No, and I it's mean, hello. Terrifying. Yeah, but it's all, the yeah. whole idea of being right. in a room with a group of 18-year-olds. No, it's sad, actually. It's sad. It was terrifying. Well, the movie, I'm yeah. I was like, the movie I was rough. I mean, yeah. again, it's like, in, it's, it's terrible. Terrible. Okay. Right. I mean. If I, you're coming in willingly, but even when you're coming willingly, talk about a splintered identity when you literally have an, you know what I mean? It's like something right. that's saying inherent in you that's natural to you and people are saying, get right. it out. It's evil. This was like evil. This was a Christian kind of thing. You know what I mean? It wasn't right. just like a, is something from your past, whatever, making you, anyway, so go right. on, so go on. Right. So what did it, that involve, the uh, the group so and the therapy? So they put me in the married group. I went and said, oh, I'm going to do the married group. Great. Find a was, nice yeah. dude to stoop in the bathroom yeah, in between well, it was, sessions. It was wonderful. It was great. I, I You know, I, I was there for two and a half years. In the conversion in therapy? The conversion so you therapy. go home, it's like a day, a day outpatient, yeah, so to speak? Yeah, you go there uh, twice a week for group. Um, and what no, do people talk it, about in group? Just their urges and how they, like, how do people actually right. try and convert <clears throat> There's you? a lot of drama therapy involved. There's a lot okay. of crying. There's a lot of beating on bags. and you then bags, okay. Beat bags with bats. It's crazy. You oh take my a bat God. and beat a, a punching bag okay. and release tension, and then you cry and people hug you. It's the craziest thing. Okay, so it's, it is like therapy. regular therapy. Yes. But how, drama. what techniques right. were they utilizing in order to get the gay out? Well, like, for example, one time I went on um, a weekend retreat called Journey into Manhood. And I took, I, we, there was a group of men. We had to take off our clothing off. Oh, um, a bunch of gay men mm-hmm, roaming mm-hmm. naked in the forest. And then there are a few chaperones walking around because it's, okay. it can't get sexual. Yeah, so everyone's watching, right? right Anyone so get a boner at that point? Everyone's hard. Some people are hard, some people aren't. <laughs> and like, so tell us what's going on. Well, right now, I'd like to suck that guy's cock right across from me. Right. That's what I would say. But that, I'm, right. I'm the comic, so You're nobody else is talking like that. No. Everyone's like, sh- you know. So yeah, okay. it was almost like semi performing also, but I didn't want to perform. Yes. But I was like, I'm going to be honest, and this yes. is what I want. You want right. So what, you ask me a question, you should have gone with the 18 year old group, though. For that, oh, for that session. Oh, yeah. I would have really helped a lot of them out there. Yeah. So that would have been fun. Um, okay. So it was like, and then so you hug and you, like, what are you feeling now? Like, really, really, I feel sexually attracted to him. Why? Right. And then I would say my feelings, and my feelings were, well, he's bigger than I am. I feel like he's more of a daddy figure. And oh, like, oh, do you miss your daddy? I'm like, I do miss my dad. It was a whole, it yeah, was like a lot yeah. of that stuff. Did you attribute, did they try and attribute you losing your father with, with wanting to be with a man sexually? Well, to them, in that in that group, they they believe that uh, being gay is part nurture, part nature. Right. So there's trauma that happened and we don't know. And sometimes it doesn't even feel like trauma. Yeah. And it, it could be trauma. You could have one leg shorter than the other and you can feel and you become gay because of that. That would be your nurture. Wow. So like your a trigger. Nurture. Okay. Right. It's something you grow up with. You feel like you're not a man. You don't feel. Okay. You feel something other. You feel wrong. And okay. It, and then that's how you are when you're younger. Then as you turn to uh, when you become when you puberty hits it changes and when you become sexual you sexualize those feelings and then you become like oh i'm not a man i need a man right i need to fill myself with another man so to speak right it's very Um, interesting it was very interesting so i loved it for those two and a half years was this a um a happy journey for you? Did you find this, were you depressed during this no, time? it was spectacular. You loved it. I loved it. Because it was therapy and you were trying hard, but at what point, so you didn't it miss the- It was interesting. I met a lot of really interesting, oh my God, there was so many great, You didn't miss the, the sex at all. 
You, no. did, you were celibate during this time. Yeah, well, I was celibate, but I also put on weight. So I went, instead of going to sex, I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll just eat donuts. No, I put on 50 pounds, 60 wow. pounds. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And so, you were happy, though, genuinely. Happy. You're not in denial. Gen- you were genuinely happy. You're on happy. a journey, and you're like, I'm going to do my best. Let's give it a shot. Let's see what this is all about. Did you think that subconsciously you were doing that also to get more acceptance and love from your mom and your siblings, hoping that this will reinsert you into the family unit in a more legitimate way? Maybe on some level. Okay. On some and level. And did they, when the minute you said, I'm going to gay conversion, did they suddenly did your mom no, warm up to you more? They were they were just upset by the whole thing. Even the conversion Even the, therapy. Yeah, they'll, wow, they'll they're just, just not fucking yeah, supportive. Yeah, period. Not, yeah, right. Exactly. They're not supportive. Period. No. That's unfortunate. Okay. Yeah. So when did you stop? When did you say, you know what, I've had enough of the it, gay? Like when did it? When did it drop? After a while, I was like, you know, this isn't enough. I'm not really getting what I want. It's been years. I, I'm. I'm 43 years old. I don't know what's going on. I don't. I, I, right. I, I don't know if I want to get. I, I feel like it's such a long way away. And while I'm going to get married when I'm 50 and have children when I'm 50, 55, I don't right. want to be right. an older father. Is this really for me? What's happening? What's going on? I said, you know what? Screw it. Let me just take a break. I'm leaving this group, and I'm just going to sort of just glide through life and figure things out on my own. Okay. And so I stayed celibate. Still, I'm still so I'm still there. By the way, you're still trying to. I'm not trying. I am just who I am, and I'm not trying to be gay, and I'm not trying to be straight. I'm not trying to be anything. That's I'm just, interesting. I'm okay. just cool with today. I'm good with everything. Everything's okay. But I'm and I'm not interested in having a gay relationship. I don't okay. want to. I don't want anyone in my life. Not interested in gay sex at this point. Any sex for that matter. I'm not interested in sex. Sometimes I am. Sometimes I am. Okay. But. You know, I don't know. And then it's frivolous. It just seems frivolous at this point. I get sex. it. I'm with I mean, you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, kind I of, get it, but like, yeah. whatever. Like, I mean, so what? It's big like deal. It's like aerobics. This is fascinating to me. I mm. love you. I don't think I've ever met someone who is soul searching with such joy. Because mm. I usually feel like soul searching, there's always not a negative, but it is kind of a torturous connotation because someone's not at peace with themselves. And like, I got to find out who I am. I got to soul search. Yeah. But you have such a joyful way of going on that journey i mean literally gay conversion therapy has a horrible connotation because i think for a lot of people it is traumatizing maybe because they are younger and also it is hard to be married to a woman you know what i mean either you're 17 or 18 like you said mm-hmm. and you have these urges and your parents are not accepting you and so sure. you, you're you're not being accepted for who you are which is extremely challenging sure and and tra- traumatizing and then sure. people are trying to beat it out of you or tell you to beat a bag sure and then you have these married guys that are like Jesus, they they managed to have sex with their wife, yeah. and Some they of them have had kids. Seven kids. Yeah, seven kids. kids, and it's like, but they still would rather be with a dude. Well, they were there because they had attractions to men, and but they want, and, but they were struggling, and they didn't know how to be happy with their wives and their and themselves. Right, and they needed to talk it out and understand and try to understand what their life meant with being married to a woman and having a bunch of ch- kids. Yeah. And yeah. So they were sort of lost and they never really dealt with it. And then they suddenly dealt with it many years later. I think it's interesting because I can't tell. It's it's interesting because if you are able to be with a woman and you like being with a man, does that make you bisexual? Or yeah. do you have to like being with both to be bisexual? That always baffled me. I never understood that. Because I don't know. Because I met a dude. I went on a date with a dude. And he told me he was married. He had a kid. But he's bisexual, mm. and he's with men, too, mm. um, but he prefers a relationship with a woman. Right. And so that, to me, I didn't, I can't wrap, because I'm not that, I can't wrap my head around that. What does mm. that mean? I guess you can have, everybody's on the spectrum, it's right? Fluid, you can have, right. It's, it's fluid. fluid. You can fluid be with stuff. men, but right. you prefer a relationship, you can be attracted to both parties. I think sure. that's what. I think so, But you too. are not, by any I'm definition, not. bisexual. No, I'm gay. My vagina has no appeal to you, which is baffling to me. You're a wonderful person. Thank you, but yeah. I will accept that, and we can yeah. move past it. Yeah. But, um. But the the convert so these married men, I wish there was a way that they can be if they were the only way they could be happy really, I think, is if they're okay being with a woman sexually and then if they have that urge to be with a man that they have an open marriage right. so to speak but right but their religion did, yes dictates exactly otherwise so it's right. not even the it's not because everybody has a hard time with marriage and monogamy sure i think you can attribute that struggle like it's hard being with your wife even if you're straight sure and how do you control those urges so it's about controlling impulse and urges but obviously when there's a, a homosexual bisexual tendency it goes deeper than that because then you start questioning right am i attracted to my where you know like what's I, have stronger? i ever really been attracted the whole did thing. i never ever address yeah. this issue right yeah right. I, but I don't know. I can't get in that. So I don't want right. to speak for anyone that goes yeah. through that. It's interesting you when know? you're in that group and yes. you're listening to all these stories. And yes. These people, it, it was fascinating. And I hope, how do they find peace? Because it's like, 
I think I they want to have to stop the urge. The problem is having to stop the urge. It's not acting on it. A lot of people, every married person, I've never been married. I have a bazillion kids, but I'm not a relationship person. They're like, yeah, I have urges. Mm. I have desires, mm. but I just don't act on them. The mm. ones that don't act, a lot of them do act, but a lot of them are monogamous and respect Me, the I marriage. Don't, I don't act. Yeah, but it's like, no, but I'm saying like, I fantasize about other women. Even if I haven't had sex with my wife in a year, I'm still not going to go cheat on oh, her. You make a choice. Yeah, yes. you make a choice. Correct. Yes. But you still have the urge. So I think the problem, not the problem, the sad part is these men have the urge, but it's not only about controlling it, which they may be able to do. It's about the guilt about even having the urge. Yeah. So even more than having an urge with another woman, having an urge with a man, that's when it fucks up their sure, head. Sure, because with a woman, you can at least say, okay, I, ha- I have natural, my woman. I so have my speak. wife. Yes. It's na- it's, this is what I've got, and, yes. and that's okay. Yeah. I don't need to look at other women, but if you don't even have what you want. That's exactly right. That's also true. That's another right. interesting point. It's like, oh, I don't even what have what I What am I compromising I just, on? Right, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. But you make it seem like that, that therapy for you was a delightful it experience. Well, I started, I got onto the journey okay. when I was already... I, at the top of my, I was really happy with my life. Mm. So I, I, I approached it from a very grateful perspective. And I was looking for God, not because I was in a bad place, but because I was in a phenomenal place. And I really want, I was, I don't know, maybe it's my personality and my d- disposition. I just felt like I was in a really good place in the world. And I really wanted to just get to a higher place spiritually just humanly okay so it's not it's oh it's okay to have great money it's okay to have great business it's okay to have a great manager and great friends and you're at the top right. of your career right right but then that's humanly so what are you going to do to elevate that and i wanted to get spiritual i wanted more i wanted something else and so i went to god and i i went back to orthodox judaism and with that i ended up in jonah right uh, you know. but how does orthodox judaism and I'm sh- orthodox judaism in general has so many different schools of thought and they argue about yeah. everything and tenets i don't even know what what the old testament says about homosexuality and how does the orthodox jewish community do they just say it's not natural they just banish they go no it is it's accepted we just turn a blind eye it's a natural urge like yeah. what do you know well, anything about yeah, that the root everything all all every, the root of judaism comes from torah law so it, okay. it, so everything else after that you know there's reconstructionism right, there's, there's reform, a whole slew. but it really starts from torah law okay. so if you want to get into the really if you want to get to the nitty gritty of judaism you got to get into the orthodox world because that they're the ones that are uh, you know, teaching Torah law as if it was taught from thousands of years. Okay. So that's the way it's And what does Torah law say about homosexuality? Oh so anal, uh, to be specific. Yes, please. Uh, women are, lesbians, there's no law. You can totally be a lesbian. It's okay. not a problem at all. Okay. Not looked there's social issues that, that right. are connected Right, because it's all about that. procreating. So sure. if you're not procreating, but these days, that's but, irrelevant. But uh, by law, it's totally okay uh, in Judaism uh, to be a lesbian. Okay. Uh, to be gay, the problem with being gay is there are a few reasons. First of all, you can't waste seed. That's a sin. Right, you're not allowed to masturbate even. Yeah, you can't. Um, anal sex is not allowed okay. uh, between men. Okay. Um, and so that's a problem also. And so between wasting seed and anal sex, I mean, you're out. I okay. mean, you can find a guy and just like live with them and just so right. be best friends. Or just jack, well, you, or then you're wasting seed. It's you kind could, of a catch-22. But wasting seed isn't, I mean, there are levels that's sort of like murder and eating like a cheeseburger. I mean, there are levels of sins, you know what I I'm think saying? I can get around that. I, I'm all right. about loopholes. I think if the yes. dudes, if you're orthodox and you want to masturbate, yes. then make sure you put it in like a cup and bring it to a sperm bank. <laughs> you know what I mean? So every time you jack off, just put it in a paper bag, scoot over, take a scooter over to the sperm bank, and then you're not wasting seed. You're, and it's a great, that's a great it's I, a good now, loophole now all these years later now i've known i've met a lot of orthodox jewish men okay. who are couples really and they, yeah and i guess i don't know i never really asked them what they do but they might if they're orthodox and they're totally orthodox i think they probably withhold uh anal sex and they probably just masturbate with each other or jerk off they or still live Throw as orthodox other. jews yes as a gay couple in yep. a community, or they have yes. to leave the community. No, they're they they found their own community. There's a great, they started their own community. Um, well, there are there are some really fantastic modern Orthodox communities that accept gays. I love that. Yeah, okay. I love it too. It's I about think it's great. Time. Yeah, I think okay. so too. Okay. I mean, it's tough. I mean, it is also they say a slippery slope because I don't know what's going to happen twenty years from now in that community. You know, it, it does uh, water down, water down, water down, and then Judaism is lost. It, that odds are that could happen like anything else in right. the world. You know, it, it, anything can get watered down and, and, you know. Well, I think that I'm, I'm torn. This is my thing right. with religion. I'm torn mm. in the sense that I practice many, right? I'm kind of a pantheist. Mm. But with the Orthodox, the, the Judaism, what's tricky or what's interesting to me is that it seems like everybody just does 
what's convenient. Like, let's say the thing with the not turning on the um, not turning on the light, right? Right. right. So when people, certain Jews say to me, we turn on the light. Uh, because it's not relevant. Like back in the day, to turn a light, fire. you had to make a fire, and it was right. labor on the Sabbath. Right. And these days, it's a, that's ridiculous, and you can just flip on a light or drive mm-hmm. a car. Mm-hmm. So I was confused by that, and I asked a, a very attractive man who I tried to seduce. Again, no go. And he was straight, but whatever. He married a very jappy, you know what I mean, yeah. from Pico Robertson uh-huh. in L.A. Like, uh-huh. really, she just smelled like a bagel. But he said to me, no, it's not about that. And this was actually beautiful for me. He said, on the Sabbath, you try and acknowledge that any change you make to the world is a privilege. Like, God created the world, and any change you make, like turn anything, is is a privilege. And on Sabbath, you honor that by not exercising that privilege. You that's honor, beautiful. that's like God's day. I'm not going to change, I'm not going to rip the toilet, even they don't even rip the toilet yeah, that's paper. beautifully explained. It is, right. right? So you don't turn on a light because you're 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 re- kind of, you know, making you're change in the world. Something. Yes, you're, you're creating, creating a new idea. It doesn't have to be labor, like in terms no. of physical labor. Right. So that kind of made, a, that was an interesting spin yeah, for me. a very smart person. But then there's also a lot of these gadgets which drive me fucking crazy. So the Sabbath elevator that just stops at every fucking floor, takes you 90 minutes to, to get right. to the eighth floor. Right. Fuck that. That's ridiculous. Take the stairs. Yeah. Second of all, there's this, this like lamp that if you turn, you don't have to turn it on. It's oh, on all the that. time. I have And one. then it's dark and then it's yeah. light. Yeah, I love that I, lamp. But that, see, that to me, so then I don't get it. I'm like, so I got all it this. I my brother when he stayed course. by me. <laughs> but it's like all these efforts to kind of look for the loophole or, or circumvent. It just does seem, you. I don't know. And then again, I tried to ask him that. He didn't have as good an answer for that. For the for all these like, on? Well, all these things are like, yeah, you leave it on. The elevator stops. You're just trying to keep your convenience and just find a way around the rules. And right. I'm like, well, they sit When you turn on the switch, they say yes. that there's a little bit of a flicker. Okay. And within the, elect- within the mm-hmm. elect- electric, there is a little bit of a flicker, and that is the, the start of a... Um, so it's very interesting. You actually, when you learn, it's, Judaism really forces you to learn about every aspect of life. Like I remember, like I know so much about fish. I know so much about <laughs> I just have gills or scales gills or something. And scales and right. the bottom feeders and this and that. Yes. And that. I mean, you learn in high school. Yeah. You learn so much about you know fi- the, the the world, the sea world, right. and also the uh, nice. animal kingdom. You know, right. learn so much about That's that. Right. Uh, human nature, right. all of that stuff. So so and and I also learned in high school about. The, the flickering of an electric switch and that it does cause a little bit of a flicker, right. which is a little bit of a fire. So because of that, they don't turn it on. But once the light is on, you just have to turn something and just, yeah. it's, it, it's sort of almost like opening up a window shade. There's no sun. Right. And then you open up a window shade and okay. then there's sun. I just it's feel like people idea. should just sit in the dark. If yeah. you're observing, then go all the way and sit in the fucking dark, take the stairs. That's just me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, look, I think it's fascinating. I, I fluctuate. I go I'm in waves. Sometimes I feel like I'm I'm reading this book and it's turning me into an atheist. And I, I grew up believing in God. And I knew that, you know, but whatever that meant, higher power, whatever you want right, to call it. Sure. I mean, the fact that there are so many different gods in the world and people's beliefs just shows me that it's it's all true and none of it's true. Because right. if it was all true, like gravity, there wouldn't right. be denying it. But then right. again, you have climate change denier, so people will deny anything. But um, right. But I feel like if it really was that evident, everyone would be it'd be clear to everybody. That's right. just my feeling. Right. But the um, this book *Sapiens* by this guy Yuval Noah Harari, he's talking about how humans have evolved so much quicker than any other species um, because we were able to cooperate in massive groups. And how do we cooperate in massive, like, in you know, big numbers of people is around myths, like mythologies, like nations, yeah. like America. These are all these are all fake constructs, like, you know, Swedish and Danes that being different countries. It doesn't, it's all constructed. Same with religion, right? There's Christianity and you have one leader and everybody bands around them and Jews. And it's fascinating to me. Right. And so it's I was community. like- Really, it's community, but it's yeah. also like you have a common thing, Organized, yeah, a commonality right. that's not real. It's constructed in a way, right? Or maybe it was real then, and then yeah. and it went on and on and on, and people held on to it, and then it sort of changed a little bit, it changed right. a little bit, it changed, and then yeah, and they held on, and then they found their own places, and then it broke up into many different, you know, yes, because that's why Christianity, they're like this Presbyterian, there's, there's everything, Baptist, there's everything, and everybody with the us and them. I mean, with that gift of of community comes, of course, we're right, you're wrong. Right. Right. It's I the mean, same in the gay community. There's uh, there? leather bars. Right. And then there's, there's you know, a hierarchy. Kink, kink and raunch. I mean, what is yeah, that? girth and mirth. What is girth and mirth? Uh, is that just girth and, and just laughter guys, and big guys dicks? Guys who love men over 400 pounds. 
Oh, I, I mean, it doesn't that. end. I mean, you know, I like how they have who's the right, who's rhymes. wrong, really. Girth and mirth. <laughs> but that's super fun, girth and mirth. I just knew the old, like, bear, right? Yeah, I mean, I am I stuck in the 80s? It started somewhere. Yeah, you know, it started and then it grows. And there are different, you know, different groups right, so now, I mean, different I sex. Take them through me. You got the leather bar. Is that s and I guess. I mean, yeah. I okay. think so. Well, s and is more like kink and raunch. Well, kink and raunch is kink and raunch. You know, peeing on you, like, you know. Okay, right, I've never right. liked someone urinating right, on me. Right. I tried kink and raunch once. I had okay. someone pee on me in the bathtub once. How it was, was it? Oh. I peed on dudes in the shower just because I can't hold it in. Oh, no, I loved it. No, I laid in the bathtub and I said, and he's like, I want to pee on you. I'm like, wait, you want to pee on me like in your bed? He goes, no, 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 you get into the bathtub and then I'll pee on you. I'm like, okay, but are you going to pee in my mouth? He's going to pee all over your your body and all over your face. I'm like, okay, I'm not opening up my mouth and I'm going to keep my eyes closed. Please do. That's ammonia. That's burning. just shut up and get into the bathtub. I said, okay. And it was great? Was it it a one-time deal? It was hot. It was hot for me because it was hot for him. Okay. And so okay. it was sort of like a How sub, do you not miss that? Dom. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> I don't know. When you put it that way, I'm like, of course he's been fucking celibate. Yeah. People are pissing on him in, a, in the New York tub, which is the size of a foot soak. Yeah. <laughs> was it at least a full-size bathtub? It was a nice claw. It was a oh, it was a claw? Yeah, claw. Yeah, those are the fancy tubs. Nice, those are for fancy ones. people. Yeah, yeah. I haven't taken a bath in years. I got my RV. They don't have a fucking bathtub in yeah. that garden <laughs> tub. That's my last bathtub. So I'm going to take some water. Okay, so when you say that's where you're at now... You're still on this journey, this religious journey. You're still well, kind of delving into Judaism, and you still made a choice to to not deal with your like to not not, not deal. I'm saying to not be sexually active. Yeah, I made a choice not to be sexually active, and also I'm just sort of just focusing on other things. Okay. I'm not really focusing on a relationship or on sex. Would you ever want to have a kid through like a surrogate or something? Not now. Not at this age. Okay, you know, so maybe too late. Ten you years think? ago, yeah. For me, it is. Okay. I don't want to be an old dad. All right. Mm. Do you think if you met someone and they kind of gave you that judge and you really liked them, you would be open to a relationship? Who knows? Probably not. But who knows? Probably not. Because you're a very attractive man. Oh, thank you. You have an amazing head of fucking hair. Thank you. And you're like, and I got to tell you, your energy is is really astounding. Really. I I've never I've really haven't met someone as positive and, and functioning as you. And I'm not being, I'm not using hyperbole. <laughs> Either you're in complete denial or you're like, really? Ama- I mean, it's kind of amazing. The adversity you, you dealt with in terms of like your, your family acceptance, that shit's scarring. I mean, that's it a is. lot to deal with. And then kind of voluntarily going on this spiritual journey and being very positive about it and now being celibate. And do you jack off at least sometimes? Sure. Okay, so All we have. The time. We have okay, but that's getting boring too. I, that does get boring. Oh God. I know. I just put my I'm vibrator so on pause. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did. The battery ran out. and I didn't recharge. It's a rechargeable, like USB port. Like, nope. I'm like, you know what? It died out. It always died out right before I'm about to orgasm too. Like I'm, oh, I'm coming, and then. Eh. Oh my God, that's amazing. It's like a dial tone, you know. Eh. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I put it away. Um, I'm gonna, I'm moving. Yeah, I fuck it. So yeah. I'm gonna be or not fuck it, but I'm taking a break. Yeah. And maybe I need to delve into the Kabbalah or what? Do you do any Kabbalah stuff? No, not Kabbalah. You're stuff. not interested in it because that's like like life lessons more than anything. Yeah, but Kabbalah is uh, the real Kabbalah is something that only these great sages get to learn. It's uh, Kabbalah. The, the Kabbalah that they're talking about now is really watered is, down. It's watered down, and it's not even really Kabbalah. I okay. don't know what it is. Like a reconstruction version of Kabbalah. But if it gives use to people and it's helpful to them, yeah, it's right? Good for them. It could be but I, I was never attracted to it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're still. I think deep inside, you like being by the book. Yeah, I You know, do. there's part of you, because I think that people say if you're ultra-Orthodox, you're like, you can't touch the Kabbalah until you're 45. Right. You can't go to university without going to first grade first, right? right. You can't be well-versed in the in the Torah right. or whatever, Kabbalah. But on the other hand, a lot of people are like, well, it does draw from it, and it takes the best, you know, now that it's accessible to everybody, and there are scholars in it. I'm not talking about the Kabbalah Center that has Madonna and Demi Moore, whatever the fuck. Yeah. But I, people that have a, it's a spiritual Mm-hmm. text yeah right I, mean, I think it's all good i mean it's all good everybody you know it's look it's it's great if that if it's going to improve your life and it's going right. to make you a happier person and a better person yeah then go for it that's yeah. what i say do you support uh maybe that's not the right word but how do you feel about gay conversion therapy for other people do you think it is like evil and should be stopped and banned no not at all i i'm i was really upset when i heard about the ban and when they want to stop it in the okay. many states i'm like why um but then again I don't know about those states. I mean, in New York, I think we need it because there are so many religious Orthodox men that were gay that got married. I'm like, we need gay conversion therapy 
for those people who are confused and they don't know what to do when they turn like the group that I was in I was like wow this is a really needed group this is a really needed program for these people what well maybe they- it shouldn't be called gay conversion because it's not like you're stopping someone it's from being gay name. it's about adjusting if you had it's made a cool. choice to right. stay in your community and choose to stay with your wife even though you have um, attraction to men then that's just therapy. I don't think you're trying to convert, like, accept who you are. If you want to keep it private, that's up to you. But don't try and make it seem something's wrong with you. You're like, how do I adjust on a day-to-day basis with this very big kind of living, maybe not true to who I am? Right. They, they, it was, that program was called, it was, um, it was for people who were struggling with same-sex attraction, with unwanted same-sex okay, attraction. Okay, so that is a little different than gay conversion, yes, I'm it assuming. Is. So that, w- right. Okay. So but but gay conversion is really what it was all about because at the end of the, the at the end right. you're supposed to figure out how to then live a heterosexual life. Right. Right. I just think, but Which I think, didn't I think work for me. the conversion implies that you're trying to change someone's urges, is what I'm saying. Right. Like literally change your makeup. Especially say, when you're 18. Yeah. You're not no, I think it's, I think it's traumatized. Yeah, it is. So you do comedy, you talk about being peed on and being gay. Yeah. Um, I saw your set. You had a very funny um, AIDS joke. And I'm not usually a fan oh, of the AIDS jokes. Yeah. But yours was fucking hysterical. It's a, it's a great AIDS joke. Thank it is. You so much. It's, I think it's probably the best one. The only one I like, really. Yeah, it's a beautiful AIDS joke. A it lot of all my gay friends like that. Is the most beautiful AIDS joke. It's ever. poetic. It's poetic. It's romantic. It's everything right. it's you got, want. It's got in nature AIDS. involved. It's it's got yeah. everything you want. And yeah. That, and, now everyone's you know, curious to hear it. Yeah, you'll hear it. Okay. Uh, you know, and I and I have to say, you know, I I, I wanted to, I wanted an AIDS joke for many many years. Right. And I worked, you were seeking an AIDS joke. I out. was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I Fair finally enough. found it. It came out of nowhere. I was like, Beautiful. wow, my AIDS joke. It's happening. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm so glad you reached that point in your career. That's Thanks. nice to finally have that bucket list. Yeah. Um, where can we see you next? Well, is, there a, is there a website people can go to check out your dates and stuff? You know stuff? what? Follow me on Instagram. That's the best thing to do. Okay. Danny Cohen uh, comedy. Comedy. Okay. Yeah. Well, good luck with your journey. Thank you. Um, and once in a while, I think, just, as Ruth Westheimer says, just get late sometimes. I think it's it it's like happen. cleaning the pipes. Yeah. It's you got, better than the masturbation, it's cleaning the pipes with another witness. Yeah. Clean I'm, the pipes with a witness. It could happen, and I love it. Cleaning the pipes with a witness You know what I'm great. saying? I sure. try and be poetic as well. With a witness. With a right. helper, with a cl- cleanup team, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> a team is fun. Just get it, because yeah. at some point, um, you know, as long as you're, you're, you're 50 now, you're still mm. getting it up on its own. Mm embrace that you right, know what i'm saying right. been t- until then you got to start popping the pills or the penis pump and it becomes and a production yeah. and then you have an erection for nine hours you're not even responsible for right so utilize it now while you're still all right i'm just saying just a friendly That's advice nice. for yes. someone who's sexually active when, whenever it. i can thank you um i love you danny cohen danny uh. solomon cohen <laughs> um, thanks for having me this was fun good i'm i this went in directions i found fascinating yeah. so i love your energy please come back anytime i will this is raylan casper white signing off 